You're listening to episode 11 of Presence and Purpose, a podcast all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. Today, I'm talking with my friend Carrie Olson. She is sharing her hope-filled, incredible story all about overcoming financial hardships as a single parent and how that led to her becoming a financial coach for faith-filled single moms. And even if you're not a single mom, if you've ever faced financial stress or anxiety, which let's be honest, Honest as all of us, you need to hear her story. She talks about how there is always hope, you're never too far gone, and she also shares how we can look at the psychological and spiritual side of money and kind of those subconscious stories that we're telling ourselves, which determine how we deal with our money. So, this is such a great conversation, and I can't wait for you to listen. Welcome. I'm so glad you are taking the time to be here today. Thanks, Natalie. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, So I always like to start out by asking my guests to share a fun fact. Um, So what's something that most people don't know about you? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I am awesome at hula hooping. I have won three contests, which is 100% of every contest I've ever entered. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's awesome. (laughs) Can you do like tricks and stuff? Oh, I'm no, I just do the simple (laughs) around the waist type of thing. That's awesome. Okay, well, I would love to hear a little bit about your business journey and tell us a little bit about the God given purpose that you're kind of living out right now. Okay, awesome. I feel like this always gets to be a long story, but um, lots of details, but it's definitely, you know, I've seen God connect the dots through it all. Um, Mm -hmm. It started in 2011. I was diagnosed with cancer. I was 35 with three tiny little kids under four. And um, at the year before my ex-husband was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, And so I think that was just so much for him to deal with. Um, He ended up walking out before I was in remission. And I, yeah, just came home one day from running errands. And he was like, "Um, it's not fun anymore. I'm out of here. And I was in shock. I obviously didn't see that coming. I didn't know what to do. I was on a leave of absence from work. And he just left. So... You know, the first mistake with money that we made together is he was a finance major. So I let him deal with everything. I was not involved and I trusted him and I thought I was doing the right thing. However, about six months into our separation, um, I found out we, well, I didn't know about the credit cards that he had taken out in both of our names. So we were about $75,000 in debt um, on credit cards. And he hadn't been paying the mortgage. I found that out when I got the foreclosure notice in the mail for the first time. And, you know, I I work as an occupational therapist at a school, so I don't earn a ton of money. And what I was making did not even cover our mortgage payment. So I started out by paying that out of my savings and then realized that was completely unsustainable. And, um... You know, after a lot of prayer and thought, um, 
I started working with a financial coach and he was super instrumental in helping me kind of navigate everything that I was going through. I had never done a budget. I thought they were stupid and restrictive and just plain didn't want to do it. Um, he also helped me navigate through the whole foreclosure process because I honestly didn't know what was going to happen to my kids and I. Um, and through that, we were able to stay in our house for seven years and two months without a payment, which I think is, uh, it was a savings of $266,600. So, I mean, the, the money that I paid him, even though it was such a stretch for me at the time, it was incredible the help I received. Um, it was also a time that my faith and trust really grew. And I just learned to, I was, I was putting so much pressure on myself and also my ex, you know, for child support, for help and getting so disappointed every single first and 15th when the money didn't come. Um, I think it took me about four years until, um, I call it, you know, the, the peanut butter and jelly story when I sat my kids down and... Um, it was in August of 2015, and I told them that they were going to have to cut out all of their beloved activities because our house was in foreclosure. I was already working several jobs. I just, I didn't have the means in our savings account to, you know, continue with that. And I had already taken a loan from my 401k. So uh, it was, it was hard. And so they were so sweet. I could see that they were they were so scared. You know, you can just tell as a mom, the fear in their eyes and that they kind of nodded and they're like, okay. And I remember just like running to the bathroom and like, I'll be back. And I was just bawling. It was so heartbreaking. And I'm not exactly sure how long I was in there long enough though. And my youngest who was seven, she knocked on the door and I finally like composed myself enough, opened the door. And she was standing there and she had this adorable little, her pink cheetah print uh, suitcase. She had ran upstairs really quick to her room. She filled it with seashells and rocks and doll clothes and nail polish and um, drawings. I mean, it was just the sweetest thing on earth. And she was like, mom, we're going to be okay. I have mm. all these things for us to sell. Like, I don't want you to worry. <laughs> like that that was the day that changed everything for me. I had to surrender. I was just like, okay, we are going to turn things around. I'm going to get the help I need from God and just any kind of resource that I can find. I'm going to start learning. I'm going to put in the time and devote whatever needs to be done to just figuring this out for ourselves. And since then, I... Um, I'm kind of still surprised to say, you know, even what I'm doing now, because money was just something that was so scary for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I read and I took courses upon courses upon courses. And I just, I love learning anyway, but it became a complete passion for me. And, um, you know, I've done one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, and now I am pivoting to really truly focus on um, single moms who are faith-filled because that's just where my heart's at. I know I was given those experiences for a reason. 
um, I want to help them and, and I know I can. So that's mm -hmm. my very long story, but um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I love hearing your story and I love just seeing how God takes, you know, those really, really hard times in life and then can turn it around into, um, you know, like you said, like you kind of can't believe that this is what you're doing now, considering that money used to be so scary and stressful before, yeah. but to come out of that and, you know, find freedom and not feel like you're just like dragged down by money and then to be able to help other women, especially single moms do yeah. that um, yeah. is just so cool. It is. Um, it still gives me chills. It just crazy journey. It's, but yeah, yeah. all meant to be. And I wouldn't change it. You know, looking back at it now, it was, it was so hard, but it was just everything that needed to happen in, in the exact way that it needed to happen. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and even the fact that, um, that, you know, we, that we met each other, I think was so cool. The, the way that God just kind of links up the right people, because I mean, there's so many people online, but the fact that, you know, we're in the business with impact society together and the fact that we got to actually go meet up and grab coffee was so much fun. And just little things like that, where, you know, for anyone listening who doesn't know, I'm a single mom too. And, and when, you know, Carrie um, shared a little bit about her story with me at first. I was like, no way. Like, that's so cool. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I had no idea, you know, we kind of became fast friends through that. And then I, but I had no idea you were a single mom either. And I was like, oh man, this is just meant to be. Yeah. Yes. It's so cool. So you had talked about how there is always hope. And I would love if you could share about that. Yeah, I just, I feel like this needs to be spread so much right now mm -hmm. um, with all that's going on in the world. Um, money is such an emotional and a sensitive thing. It can strike so much fear, so much anxiety, so much stress in a person who's already dealing, you know, with some of that. And, you know, when they look at their bank accounts or whatever, but I just think with all the wor world stuff going on right now, I just, I want that message to be like, there is always hope. You know, I work with women exactly where they're at. You know, I, I'm not a millionaire, but, you know, we just, we keep taking the steps, the, the right next step. I just feel like people get so overwhelmed. They're like, I don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm super unorganized. I don't want to do a budget. You know, I'm too old or it just seems too overwhelming. But um, I just, I want to say that I had all those feelings too. I completely completely understand that way of, of dealing with it. But especially now, that's not the time. You know, we, we can't just hide under the covers and hope it's going to go away. Like you have to have a plan in place and you're going to feel so much better when you do. But again, the underlying thing here is just never give up. Like we have a God who does miracles every single day. And I saw that so many times in my life when things just didn't make sense. We were not supposed to have enough, you know, for enough for groceries. And yet our cereal just lasted longer. And, you know, just it, things that didn't make sense logically, supernaturally kind of just worked out when we're just able to kind of rest in knowing that he's our dad and he's going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's a big part of it is just learning to 
trust God that he's going to provide, especially, um, you know, I can say this from personal experience of being a single parent. Like there's so many moments where you just feel like it's all up to you. Um, and that's something that I'm always, you know, always working on to remind myself of is that like, it's not all up to me. And that's obviously a huge, huge way that it can kind of manifest and appear is, you know, with our finances is feeling like it's all up to us. And I love that you, you know, like you said, this is obviously, it's a, it's a topic that's so like emotional for so many people. But like you said, like hiding and hoping that it's going to go away doesn't change anything that actually makes it worse. And I also know that from personal experience, um, because it just got like you can stick your head in the sand, but the problem is going to keep getting bigger. And if you don't face it, like it's it's just going to be worse the longer that you wait. Um, Absolutely. But even even just talking about it and bringing out into the open um, is very freeing. I'm sure you you experience that, like, you know, you said you worked with a financial coach and taking those first couple steps was probably really scary. But I know when I've done that, when I um, reached, you know, that point in my financial (laughs) single parent life of really having to take a hard look at, you know, my finances and, and create a budget and look at my numbers and add up, you know, debt and stuff like that feels really scary. But once you get that off your chest, it's like, oh, okay, that's done. And like, you can move forward. Yeah. Um, Yeah. At least you know where you're at and you just, you know, take the next step. Yeah, exactly. And you had also shared with me that money actually isn't about the numbers. And I would love for you to talk about that too, in terms of, you know, when people are feeling stressed out or anxious about money, like what's the actual root of that? Absolutely. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, Even though I am a certified master coach, uh, wealth coach, I kind of went into that just thinking, okay, you just, it's adding and subtracting, right? You know, you either make more or spend less. That's, those are your two choices. But as a therapist, I also know the psychology and the emotion and money is so emotional. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many people don't understand this and we don't take the time. It's really hard to look at our own stories with regarding the way we grew up. You know, maybe we grew up in a really frugal family and we weren't ever allowed to want the things we wanted or we felt bad or we asked for something when we were six and got turned down. And, you know, there's just a little part of us that inside probably subconsciously is just like okay I'm I'm not worthy I'm not good enough I shouldn't want this it's you know there's just these little triggers that still play out in how we're dealing with money in how we're either you know asking for it making it saving it the way we give um that is really at the root of all all that we do and our checking accounts, but it's, it's very rarely addressed. So that's why, you know, I love working. The system that I have is not only the practical financial things that we were just never taught, um, but there's also a huge psychological and spiritual side to it that really need to be addressed that people like, you know, Dave Ramsey just, um, that's not their focus. So Mm -hmm. I try and be really holistic about looking at 
the lies that we may have just come to believe is truth. And it's the stories that we're telling ourselves over and over again, you know, um, that it's really hard to decipher for yourself. Um, you know, like, I don't think any of us would ever say money is bad, but, you know, have we ever known, you know, quote unquote, like rich people who we have seen do bad things in their lives and be like, oh gosh, yeah, money, that really kind of ruins people. Or, you know, mm -hmm. there's just so much that plays out that's just like in the snap of a finger that goes through our head and we make these decisions. Um, but until you really uncover it all, you know, kind of peel back the onion layer after layer, look at all these different layers of psychology and the way we grew up, you're never going to be really able to figure out why you're self-sabotaging self yourself. And I just feel like that's so frustrating and it's so hard for people who work really hard for their money when they're just like, I don't know where it went, you know, at the end of the month or gosh, I work so hard. I work you know, my butt off. And I just feel like it's never enough. You know, if you're saying any of those things, then there's definitely some, some conscious beliefs that are, are limiting you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, one thought that I kind of uncovered that I was believing about myself with money is that I would beat myself up about like, I am terrible with money. I can't be good with money. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I can. I just need yeah. a budget. Like I need to know, you know, set up some of those things. But it was also, um, I didn't realize that I was like telling myself that. And so of course, if I was telling myself that I'm bad with money, like, am I going to handle it? Well, no. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I'm, that's really good that you figure that out. But so many when it's just playing in our head all day long, we're just like, yep, that's the truth. I'm bad with money. I'm not going to deal with it. Or I'm going to just ignore it or let someone else deal with it. But um, it's so powerful once you do uncover any of those lies that you're believing, um, how you can turn things around and then you know, the end result is seeing it in your bank account. You know, you'll see the, the, the change, but you'll also feel it with just less anxiety, less stress, less um, worry about it too. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling like it's not this like all consuming thing, all consuming part of your life. Yeah. Did you always embrace the mindset piece of money? I feel like that's something that mindset in general, I never thought about. I never heard of until I entered business. Nope. I am with you too. I, like I said, I thought it was a numbers issue. And I think when you do that and you're just like, still, this is not working out. <laughs> you need to start looking at, okay, what am I missing? What am I not addressing? And I, it, it was not the first couple of years that I even started diving into this. You know, I was doing all the Dave Ramsey stuff. I was just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing wrong? You know, just beating yourself up mm -hmm. month after month when it was not working. And then I was like, oh yeah, I have huge money blocks and limiting beliefs and lies that I keep telling myself, of course I'm not. I'm going to have so much, you know, scarcity mindset um, regarding that. As, as you were saying that, that was just reminding me of a, a verse that comes to mind that um, is something that like I work with a coach most of last year, most of 2019. And she did quite a bit of like money mindset stuff with us. 
And I know when I was really working on that, I also read Poverty, Riches, and Wealth. But a verse that really stood out to me was, and I don't remember what it was exactly, but it was in Matthew and it was talking about like, we want to give our kids good gifts, you know, as parents and like, God is like the ultimate perfect parent and like he wants to bless us too. And that's something that I know I spent a lot of time just kind of like meditating on because I'm like, okay, like I can hear that and I can believe like, yeah, that's true. But like, I don't really believe that that's true for me, you know, and it's like, I'm the exception. That happens so often. You know, we read the Bible and we can have it in, in our head. But in order to like kind of shake it down to our heart, it's just, you're like, okay, yeah. It's, and it's sad because we kind of go through the Bible. Yeah, this applies to me or, you know, I've seen this come true so I can believe this. But I mean, we have to get so grounded in just knowing every single one of God's promises are true. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's such a big thing too, you know, is just to really it takes so much pressure off of you. Like you were saying, he loves us, you know, as his daughters and Mm -hmm. he wants the best for us. And, you know, I just, so many times I do these, um, they're called financial sozos where we kind of walk through memories and we ask God to, you know, help us interpret them. And what he wants more than anything is I just, I, almost every single time as I get this vision of him just reaching out his hand and like grabbing this woman and just pulling her onto his lap, you know, just rubbing our backs, like stroking our hair and just being like, I'm here. I'm here for you, daughter. Like rest. You don't have to do this all by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's such a powerful thing too, which we, we wouldn't think has anything to do with our money, but when you fully understand that and fully just believe in his promises, it just takes so much pressure off, you know, no matter what the bank account says, he's always going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that, that image. Do you feel like there was a moment for you when that really like sunk in? Yeah, absolutely. I did so much therapy. <laughs> <laughs> So much therapy. And I actually had that exact image. And I I cried for probably about two weeks after that straight. Mm -hmm. I just, so much pressure on my shoulders. It's all up to me. I can't figure this out. I have to do more. I have to work more. We have to cut out more. It was Mm -hmm. so stressful. And I remember I was seeing a psychologist and she kind of helped me. I don't know how we got there, but that was the image I received. And I was like, oh, just rest, child. Like, just stop striving and hustling and just working and stressing like I've got you. And that was such a freeing thing. You know, I just, I felt like I could never take a deep breath until I was able to fully understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such... Mm -hmm. I I mean, even as you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, I can like remember back to that, that um, just like that heavy load that it feels like you're just like carrying the world. And it's just like the weight of that and being able to just realize that like God's got you and, you know, you feel this pressure to provide for your kids and figure it all out. But it's like you can relax and you can like, I've got this, I've got you, you can trust me. Oh, that just like gives me chills. It's so good. Uh, Yeah, it is. 
Yeah. So you are doing a challenge coming up, um, which I'm very excited about. I'm totally going to be participating in. I would love if you could share about that. Thank you. I would love to. Again, like I said, my heart is really for single moms. And so I have a free five-day challenge coming up. We're going to be officially launching on March 30th, and the doors are opening a a couple days ahead of time. We're going to be doing some bonus things for those that are there. Um, But honestly, I just, I feel like at this time, I'm opening the doors up to every woman who feels like this would benefit her. Um, My marketing is all towards single moms, but I am not, I've had so many people reach out to me right now that just are like, I need this. Can I do it? And I'm never going to say no. If I feel like I can help you, please let me help you. I just, I feel like this is what I'm meant for and I'm really excited about it, but it's called Money, Plan and Prosper. It's a free five-day challenge. Um, There's going to be, you know, bonuses if you get in there ahead of time. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be just, it's going to be fun. Like money can be so stressful and I just, like I said, I've been through everything. So there's no judgment. There's no shame. We're going to make it as light and easy and just doable as possible. So I'm super Mm -hmm. excited. Would love for everyone to join me. Yes. Well, like I said, I will totally be there. And I hope anyone listening who feels like this is for you that you would join us too. So where can people find you online? I am, my my website is braveabundance.com. I am on Instagram at brave underscore abundance. And also on Facebook at Brave Abundance. And again, just if you're wanting to go straight to join that challenge, it is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash plan prosper. Okay, awesome. And I'll put the link in the show notes too so people can find that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this and share your story. I so appreciate you sharing your heart with everyone. (laughs) Thanks, Natalie. I I love it. I love you and our conversation. And um, thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it.